It's the Whatever Man Podcast. So we back on our <laughs> consistency shit. I heard it. Uh, and uh is about to take off for the the beautiful mountains of uh of New Mexico. You excited about your trip? Not excited about the drive. No. But if I can do the 14 hours from here to Jacksonville, well, on the ways back from Jacksonville to here with no problem, uh, shouldn't be any issue. Yeah, and I mean, you travel another decent time of the year to be driving across Texas because. I'm driven across in the winter. It's not that bad. You drive across Texas in the summer. It's a goddamn bitch. It is. It's just fucking hot. <laughs> the, whole, the whole way. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot in the daytime. It's hot at night. I remember that shit. Cause the first time I had to do that shit. Well, I wasn't driving. My dad was driving. He drove us across in his fucking air conditioner and went out about 300 miles outside of Houston. <sighs> Drove all the way to California like that. We stopped through, uh, we had to stop in fucking Arizona. We had to stop in Phoenix. And the fucking temperature was 121 degrees. I'll never forget that shit. But luckily, when you get to Phoenix, you're only like two hours from LA. But still, it was hot as fuck. Me and uh, me and Jet drove across Christmas time. It wasn't that bad. I was gonna drive all the way like straight through, uh, but she got fucking tired of riding in the car and shit. And uh, we stopped in Tucson. Was it Tucson? Was it Tucson or Phoenix? We stopped somewhere in there. But fuck, man, once you get past, like, if you go into L.A., once you get past El Paso, that's the whole drive. Like, you drive out of Texas because it takes 18 hours. You spend 13 of it driving through Texas. It's only eight, almost nine hours to Las Cruces. But we're going up. I'm going to hit up El Paso and then mm-hmm. look right, I think. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm wrong. Because it's not as far from here. Because you drive from Houston, you're driving about 800 something miles. You drive from here, it's like six. Six and change. So, yeah. You, tag, you knock off about. Six hours? No, 600 miles. 600, oh, oh. 600 miles. 
Texas is 800-800. So from the east coast of Texas to the western tip of Texas, that's 800 miles. From the south, from Brownsville to Amarillo, that's 800 miles. Like, it's just, Texas is fucking big and fucking ridiculous. I hate driving across Texas. I hate it. Because we drove to Atlanta and driving to Atlanta. And, and part of it is because when you drive across Texas, if you're going west, well, either way, if you're coming from the west or driving, like, if you're driving across west Texas, there's nothing out there. You're just on 10 for hours. Yeah. And you don't see shit. Pretty much the whole way until you get close to Austin. When you get close to Austin, well, you don't even get close to Austin. You go through San Antonio when you go through. So you don't even see shit. Like, if you're driving from El Paso to Houston, you don't even touch Austin. Because 10 don't go through here. El to Houston, yeah. Yeah. Because like, I got a, what is it, 183? Uh, uh, 71. 71, yeah. 71. Yeah, you take 71 to 10. So I changed my time on my way to twelve o'clock. Oh, midnight? Yeah. Yeah, then you'll be in El Paso probably by eight in the morning. Seven, eight. Give or take, yeah. And what would you know lose an hour. So. I mean, you know, whenever I was going out to uh Florida, I was making good damn time, man. I mean, I got to Houston just like that. You know, yeah. before I knew it, I was driving through Vida. I was like, man, shit. Stop, stop and get you some coffee. Fuck you. Maybe here. Get up some bitches. What, <laughs> <laughs> Vida? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Priscilla, take that goddamn hood off. <laughs> Come over and suck my dick. I don't do this all the time. <laughs> Come on over and taste the rainbow. <laughs> don't tell Jed. Fuck Jed. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill say, get over here with your, with your big white titties and warm my bed up. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> big white titties. <laughs> Looking at your husband. <laughs> Trying to decide whether or not I'm going to sell him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Philip. <laughs> Still one of the greatest specials man. ever made. I fucking miss Patrice, man. No, I usually even do. I just um, no, I hate bringing this shit up, man. But you heard about Dale Hughley, right? What with, with Joe Rogan? No. So evidently he. I made a collage or he did something and saying that uh, about the, how many times Joe Rogan has said nigga. Oh, he didn't make that. He just posted it. Well, Somebody whatever the fuck. It, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Said that collage has been going around. Well, it's 70 niggas. It's a lot of niggas. So? So what? I mean, I'm not. So what? The man said it. He said it. And I'll say it again. I'd rather a motherfucker say nigga than the N-word. Okay. Say it. If you're going to say it, say it. But as, as long as the motherfucker didn't put it out of context. Okay. Did he say nigger? No, he did. 
I'm pretty sure he did because, yeah. He said it with the hard R. Yeah, because, yeah, he probably did, and I've heard him say it. Yeah. But it was never them niggers over there. No. He never used it referring to a person. Yeah. It was always a quote or a song lyric or he heard somebody else say it and he was telling a story and he said it. Yeah. yeah. And then the the whole deal with him going to see Planet of the Apes. Heard that podcast. I know. I was listening to it live when he did it. Well, not live. The next day. But, yeah. Well, he did. Apologize. Because he said it did something fucked up. And I think I said this last week. If I was to sit up here and go back and not have anything to do with anybody that ain't black that said nigga, I wouldn't have any. I only have just black friends. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who they are. Well, I don't say it now. Okay, well, you, you said it. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And, you know, if they're going to sit up here and and hit him up, what do you mean, downgrade him and talk shit about him because of that, then Cat Williams, D.L. Hughley himself, and a, a, a thousand other comedians need to stop uh, giving these, uh, telling these white jokes. It's not exactly the same uh, thing. Well... Whatever you you you're clowning white people. Okay. I I don't see nothing wrong with it. Still say think it's funny. Still think it's funny as long as it ain't fucked up. You know, Ralphie May even says some fucked up shit, but at the very end, he he, he turns it into funny. You know, as soon as he starts, like man, that fat motherfucker. Yeah. But you gotta let him finish. Same thing with Joy Diaz. But but still, <clears throat> I still want to know what the fuck did 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 he do on his podcast to have everybody so against him? I I, I haven't heard it yet. I mean. It started with the whole uh, the anti-vax thing. That's what it started with. And uh, Spotify, who is podcast is exclusive, right? right. We're like, all right, we all right, we we hear y'all. Uh, so what's gonna happen is we're gonna put a disclaimer on there. And Joe came out and said, all right, you know. Uh, you know, I have people on that I disagree with uh, all the time, uh, but I see the point I should have on, like, some other more. Because he had probably, like, 10 or 11 anti-vax people on in a row, right? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to try to schedule more, like, more opposing views okay. back-to-back to make it, make it, not, it not make it, see, yeah, to even it out, right? Um... But this being America, and you know, we love to kick a nigga when he down. Like he was down, so motherfuckers start kicking. Like 
I don't so think he's down. This is all like what I was talking about last week. It's all a matter of perspective. Like, if you're one of the people that's trying to kick him, you look at him as down. If you're one of the people trying to hold him up or, or that ride with him, you don't look at it like that. But, I mean, the truth of the matter is, Joe Rogan's, like, Joe Rogan isn't, like, this shit's not really affecting him. It shouldn't, I hope not. Outside of, like, he's a, he's a, seems like a decent dude, and he doesn't want to piss people off. Like, the thing I saw was, like, when he posted his apology on Instagram or whatever, when he posted it, because the first one was an apology. Like, the one about the anti-vax thing, he legitimately apologized for it, because he didn't intend for that to be the, the way people perceived it. The one about the video, it wasn't really an apology, it was an explanation. He's like, yeah, like, I've done thousands of podcasts. They took isolated clips from 70 of them, like, isolated clips and strung them together, and this shit looks bad. And he's like, it looks bad. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, give a yeah. fuck with anybody. Yeah, like, yeah. But he shouldn't have to apologize about that, and I'm glad he did it the way he did it. I'm glad he did it the way he did it too. Like I look, well, yeah. Look, man, I I've grown up in Texas my whole life. I just—he's not the first white person I've heard say nigga, and and he ain't the last. And yeah, and and honestly, it's not like one. I don't know Joe Rogan. I've never sat in a room with him. I've never like you know. I don't, I don't know that nigga. But like you said, he appears to be a good dude. He seems like a decent person. Yeah. From what I know of his public persona, I've listened to a bunch of his podcasts. I've heard a couple of them where he said, you know, nigga or whatever. And I personally have never taken it in the context of the three hour conversation, the six times he may have said it during that fucking that one podcast or whatever, because they're talking about a story or they're talking about that word and you say the word like that's just what happens. Right. Um. I never took it as him maliciously directing it at somebody. I was listening to the Planet of the Apes story, and what he was telling was when he said the whole, you know, I felt like I was in the Planet of the Apes. What he was saying was he felt like a white man that got dropped off in a foreign, in an alien land. <laughs> because that's what happens in Planet of the Apes. Dude comes back to Earth, and the fucking apes are running everything. When he left, it wasn't like that. That's what he was referring to. Right now, he said when he's the, the part that he apologized for was he said it was like we were in Africa. That's what he apologized for in the video. That's what he said was the racist part. Right. Um, and cool. Like, but the thing is, is they can say that shit. And whether he apologizes or not, like, like, he doesn't have to apologize. But if he does, cool. Once he does, the people who are listening to it don't have to accept his apology. That's just the way the fucking world works. Just like they don't have to listen. Yeah, to his they podcast. don't have to listen to it. But the thing is that most of the people who are bitching about it don't listen to it anyway. <laughs> what a country I mean that's the thing it's like I, I, I say this all the time you can't cancel something you don't fuck with 
Like, if I never fucked with HBO, if I've never watched HBO, I've never had an HBO subscription, you know what I can't do? I can't cancel HBO because I never had HBO. If you've never been a Joe Rogan listener and your IP address never pops up in his fucking stream count or anything like that, and you're like, I've never listened to this motherfucker. You never listened to him in the first place. It was the same thing with Howard Stern. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of people that say offensive shit. But you know what? Uh, you know I never protest this shit because I don't listen to this shit anyway. What are we doing? I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my ball and go home, nigga. We was not using your ball. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, I like look, man. And and this is the thing is I'm not capable because like I haven't listened to a Joe Rogan podcast probably since two months after you went to Spotify. Because Spotify is a terrible fucking platform. When I'm at work, I like to watch the podcast. I used to watch that shit on YouTube. And when uh, when they switched over to Spotify, Spotify video is trash. It's trash. So I don't use it. Thus, I've not watched an entire Joe Rogan podcast. And fuck, he's been in Spotify for like six months now. I haven't watched one. In, I haven't watched one in six months. And even then, I only watched it when it had people on that I wanted to see. Like, you know, I watched it when he had Joey on. I watched it when he had a comedian I liked on. I watched it when he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on or whatever. But, like, when he had, like, Gavin McInnes and all those dudes from the Proud Boys and all these, I don't want to watch that shit. I don't need to. I had to stop watching the one with Quentin Tarantino because, like, they, they, look, man. But it, it's something that I realized last night while I was editing part two of the last podcast we did right was, uh, so I put some I just had to have something on in the background right so Showtime uh, w, w, w Kamal Bell has a, a three part documentary called We Gotta Talk About Cosby right so it's about the first first one is about the first issue first episode is about uh, Cosby's impact on America in general black America and then it's about uh, his rise to fame and power uh, his beats with other comedians you know with Eddie and fucking Richard Pryor and all that shit and you know his thing about that and then it tracks the timeline of every every accuser he had dating back to like I Spy when he got famous. Right. And then it went through it and it started talking about some shit that like, so everybody was bringing up those uh, Bill Cosby things where he was teaching about black history or whatever. And he won an Emmy for that. Right. But then the dude was like, um, W. W. Kamau Bell was like, most of those spots where he was talking about all this, you know, black history and all these lost, lost historical facts and shit, that shit was written by Andy Rooney, the old white dude from Sixty Minutes. Andy Rooney. Yeah. But how does he know that? Because it's in the fucking credits. It was made by a major television studio. Bill didn't pay for that shit. He was the spokesperson. Now, does it negate the impact of that? No, absolutely not. 
But the thing is, is that like like this word that everybody likes to toss around, the narrative. That part doesn't suit people's narrative, so that part is not the part that's exclaimed. It's Bill, you know, uh, post uh, Martin getting killed, uh, post the JFK assassination. Everybody was getting militant. This was around the time right before Jesse Jackson was supposed to run for president. All this shit. So, you know, Bill got on his pro-black shit, right? Because before he was just the nice smiling dude that everybody wanted. You know, he was the Negro that everybody would have in their house. That's what he got famous for. Because, like, I didn't know. And I just, I guess because I just never tracked the timelines that him and Dick Gregory came up at the same time. They were the polar opposites. Dick Gregory was the edgy race comedian. And Bill Cosby was a friendly, smiling Negro. And then Bill saw his shot to, like, ascend. But still not be offensive. Just tell history or whatever. And, and like, I respect it. And I like those videos. I've seen those videos before. I just didn't know the story behind it. And they talked about They didn't. And he didn't shit on Bill. Like, he talked about all the shit. Bill was the first person to get black stuntmen hired in Hollywood. Because before, there were no black stuntmen. Before I spied, there were no black stuntmen in Hollywood. It's all white actors and white stuntmen in blackface. But Bill, because he was one of the stars of the show, had to pull to be like, nah, we're not going to do this. You're going to find me some black stuntmen to do my stunts. And from that, all of the, literally the entire industry of black stuntmen came from that one show and from Bill Cosby. But watching that, I'm watching all of these people lose their shit because they found out that their hero was a, was a grab him and hold him. He was a touch him. He was a touch him while they sleep, motherfucker. <laughs> like, that was his shit. And they showed clip after clip. And what I didn't know was that a lot of those girls early on did go to people. They found out. Uh, one of the girls, they had three actresses that were on the Cosby show as extras that were models that Bill had. Like, they had people in the production team talking about, yeah, like, there would be lines of models. Uh, because Bill would put out casting calls for shit. And he had his bag man, his homeboy, his, his, his ace boom coon coming up. And taking chicks back to his to his dressing room, or whatever, and auditioning them, and it was just a, a known thing. Girl run off crying. Uh, Bill had whole fucking. Uh, he spent millions of dollars settling suits. The whole reason why he's out of jail now is because in one of the suits he decided to uh, they. Had to, they had him do that deposition where he talks about the Spanish fly. And, you know, yeah, you know, you party with chicks. You give them a little something, they go to sleep. You know, you, you grab them and hold them or whatever. He said some fucked up shit in that deposition. But the only reason why he agreed to do the deposition was because the prosecutor said, all right, you come in, you do the deposition, uh, you do the settlement, the deposition gets legally sealed. They'll never be able to pull this out. Right, that's the deal that the Philly DA at the time gave him. 
when old girl from Temple came and told her story, the DA went unsealed it, read it, and was like, this is the exact same story this bitch told. This nigga's a rapist, and we're going to put his ass in jail. So they he unsealed the, de- unsealed the document, and the Supreme Court judged that that was illegal, and that's the reason why he got out of jail. So this nigga been fucking, he been fucking chicks while they sleep for a long goddamn time. A long time. But the thing is, and people are gonna say I'm fucked up for this. Doesn't negate all the good shit he did. People do good shit, people do bad shit. So come on, man. People are gonna pick and choose what they want to pick and choose. It's the same thing with Rogan. Like a, a priest can't sit up here and the whole or, or, or everybody that's around him knows what his fingers smell like mm-hmm. and then uh, let that slide because of all the good things these priests do. Yeah. He, that's... Well, yeah, but that's you. There's plenty of people who are willing to do it. Like, anybody who actually looks into it looks more than surface deep, looks more than the fucking conspiracies and shit. Cause, and it was also somebody that... Um, that that made a like he made a real good fucking point because he was like because he because he was like well people because he was a a professor at Temple right and he wrote an op ed in the Philly Inquirer whatever the fuck the newspaper is out there he wrote he wrote an op ed okay. against Bill Gates he's like look man we gotta talk about this shit because this shit keeps coming up and the same story keeps keep getting told the same story's been getting told over and over again for forty fucking years so something's there. And the university needs to deal with this because it keeps coming back to Temple. Like, there was a bunch of girls at Temple who were complaining. Well, but in in, in the same breath, uh, it's Temple's fault. Yeah. Because they kept kept taking uh, Cosby's money. Yeah. And they kept... uh, They kept excusing it. Yeah. 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 No, I know. And that's what he was saying. So... So, I mean, with that said, I mean, it's not all... I mean, Cosby did what he did. Yeah. But when it comes to Temple... Yeah, it's Temple's... This university's fault. Yeah. But that's the point he was making. Okay. And uh, so after the op-ed comes out, Bill Cosby uh, calls the provost or whatever the fuck, the dean or whoever the fuck the head of the college is, right? And the dude talks to the professor and the professor's like, you know what? Fuck this. I quit. And he quit. Right? They would rather keep... Bill Cosby and keep this actual fucking dude who's got a doctorate and you know or whatever and they continued to do that because they wanted Bill Cosby's money they wanted that endowment they wanted a new building they wanted whatever the fuck Cosby was providing and they was willing to sacrifice however many fucking 19 year old girls booty holes to get it So when I would look at it, and I'm looking at it, and but the thing that that really shocked me about it was how hurt motherfuckers were talking about this. And I'm not talking about the women. I understand why the women were upset. They got violated. They got tricked. They got bamboozled. Right. And and honestly, and that's the fucked up thing is a lot of them they got up there and they told their story and it was like, yeah, I woke up. I wasn't like I didn't. 
you know, I didn't know what happened. Right? Mm. But the thing that got them was, one, they felt bad because some of them were like 19 when the shit happened. One girl was 17 when the shit happened. And she felt bad because when she woke up and she was naked, you know, she was still thinking, hey, it's fucking Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was like, well, you got a little too drunk. You threw up all over the place or whatever. She's like, well, where's my clothes? And he's like, I had to wash them or whatever. And he throws some cab fare and sent them on their way. Uh, one girl, she was an actress. She was a single mom. It was the way she took care of her family or whatever. She got a job on the Cosby show. Bill drugged her. She got away. Cause she knew she wasn't feeling right, so she got out of the house, called a cab, passed out in the cab. Right? But she went back. And people were like, Well, why the fuck did you go back? She's like, I'm an actress. This is a gig. Like it's a job. And I need this money. So she went back and she worked. And Bill tried it again. And she got into a fight with Bill on the set. She's like, look, I'm here to work. I'm not going to your dressing room. I'm not doing all this other shit or whatever. But it was in the middle of the scene. She was already in some of the scenes for the show. And if you know anything about production, once you get to the third day, you got to stick with it. You don't have enough time to go back and reshoot. You can't replace her part now. So she stuck with it. And after that, he didn't want to have nothing to do with it. He kicked her off the set. She loved her character never came back. But it was like, why would you go, you know? She went back, she worked, she took her thing, she said what she had to say to Bill Cosby, and that was the end of it. But she didn't go to the police. Because technically, nothing happened. Right? He didn't rape her. And she couldn't prove that he put something in the drink because the drink was gone. That is in her system. I mean, how, how long is that going to stay? And then after all of that time, it's still a loop. After all of that time, who's to say that she didn't take it herself? Like that's the thing you got to remember. Bill Cosby, even though he's black, still a fucking millionaire. Still has lawyers that's gonna like. That's what he did to one chick. Was she said she was gonna go to the police? He's like, all right, fine. He's like, I got enough money. I'll keep this shit in court until you and your whole family goes broke. One girl, he fucked her over. That shit was so crazy. He was grooming her. So he is teaching her, you know, got her around, coming around his shows. And, and this is why he on the Cosby show. So he uh he pulled this shit on her. He brings her family in. Invites her dad, her brother, her mom, her sisters to the show. They getting to hang out with Bill Cosby. He doing the whole Bill Cosby comedy routines. He doing whole, holding court in the back, right? Did this for three weeks. Right? Making the shit seem like, you know, hey, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to upgrade you, get your whole shit together, right? Taking a, you know, sending her to big auditions, having her meet with Hollywood agents. This bitch is like 19, 20 years old. She don't know shit. Right? So, he invites out to dinner. All right, hey, you know, I got a business. You know, it's going to be a business dinner. You know, blah, blah, blah. She shows up to the dinner. It's just her and Bill. 
Bill Hander a drink. Bill, you know I don't drink. I'm just like, right, trust me, you know, we're going to do some lines. We're going to do some improv exercises. He handed her a drink. She take it. She say 10 minutes later, she felt the sicker than she's ever felt in her life. 10 minutes after that, she's sitting on the couch. She wakes up, Bill dick in her mouth. She don't know what to do. She's crying. Bill flips over, raises bitch, right? And then she's blacking. She's going in and out of consciousness when shit happens. She wake up the next morning. And she's like, what happened? And he's like, you need to leave. Well, we need to talk about this. You're ungrateful. You need to get out of my house. Well, I'm going to tell her. He's like, who are you going to tell? And then she's like, well, yeah, her parents love this dude because her parents been around this dude for three weeks. They, they, you know, looking at he going around introducing his bitches and his daughter, his 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 adopted daughter and shit and all this other shit. And I'm like, yeah, Bill is fucking he's a fucking pedophile. He's, uh, not a pedophile. He's a fucking rapist. Like now, with all that said, am I gonna not laugh at the Cosby Show? No, I'm, I'm gonna laugh at it. Because, yeah, some of the episodes is really good. I'm not going to stop. I'm never going to stop watching A Different World. I mean, I stopped. But he's, it's, it's, he's it's a, not, that's not the reason behind it. Yeah. But if it's on, I'm not going to not watch that shit because, like, you know, I never really listened to his comedy because I don't like clean. I'm not, I'm not a Cosby comedy fan like that. I've never listened to an entire Bill Cosby album or watched an entire Bill Cosby comedy show. I have. No, I know plenty of people who do, and he's good. It's just never been my type of shit. I mean, you know, it's like his whole Dennis bit was a good one. Yeah. I mean, you probably thought it was funny, but, you know. No, I, they showed it in the thing. Like, they had comedians, like, up there talking about it. They had, because I didn't know Godfrey uh, when he had that new show. Or not new show, but the newer show when he was older with uh, Dougie Doug, where he was the older dude, and it was him and Felicia Rashad, and they were, like, the older couple on that restaurant or whatever, and Dougie Doug was there. It was called it was called Cosby. It was on, it was on for, like, four years. So uh, Dougie Doug uh, played his son. Uh, this was right around the time when his real son got killed. And Godfrey was the warm-up comedian for the crowd. So Godfrey was around Cosby a lot. And he talked about how masterful a storyteller Bill Cosby was, how funny he was. And like they all were heaping praise on him. And everybody was just like, I can't believe, you know, this hero that we had. And I looked at him and I was like, how many of you motherfuckers like, and it was just person after person after person. And he was America's father. I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, and that's when I realized it's the whole Joe Rogan thing, all of this shit. Y'all act like y'all know these motherfuckers. Y'all don't know these fucking people. Well, well, well hold on. And, and, and I'm not saying I know Rogan. And I, and I hope I didn't come across like I did. But forgot Joffrey. Cause he, he says it a lot. Who? Our, you said you say Joff, who who's who are you talking about? The comedian, the uh, uh 
real dark, kind of muscular comedian dude who had the twist or whatever. Joffrey? Jeffrey, yeah, Joffrey, Jeffrey, something like that. But yeah. Joffrey. Yeah. Our hero. Why are you calling him a hero? Well, I mean, the comedians, I, I understand. Comedian, to, to a comedian, they would look up to another comedian. It's the same way that people say that about Richard Pryor. Like, he's up there with those guys. So for a comedian, I understand. It. Well, uh, what, what, but he wasn't saying it as a comedian. What, he was talking about as a kid growing up watching the fucking Cosby Show. What, what, well, with them saying that, it's like uh, people calling anybody in sports a role model. Yeah, that's that's how I look at it. When they shouldn't be role models. No. Them being their their their, their child's parents, or them having their uncles or aunts. They should be their role models, not these motherfuckers. You know, I, I had a chick, you know, uh, you know, I grew up with. You know, don't have nothing to do with me because I said they're not said the same thing about Ronda Rousey. I remember, I remember you telling me that, but that, that was my whole point. Is that you, you, like, when I heard the shit, I was never one of them people that was like, not Bill. It's like, okay. It's, I mean, I didn't immediately believe it because, you know, like, if somebody just tells me, yo, that nigga raped somebody, I was like, what? How the fuck do you know? And then they give you a bullshit story. Because right? they said. Okay. So, you're like, all right. But then when you hear 40 different people tell you the same story. From forty different women, and you like, oh shit, this motherfucker might be a rapist. And then you listen to his fucking, or you read that fucking deposition of the shit he was saying. And then you look out how far back Bill Cosby was talking about Spanish fly and drugging bitches. Because I, because I don't listen to his comedy. Is it? I didn't realize that motherfucker had been talking about Spanish fly since he was on a fucking TV show in the fifties. It was the first time he told that fucking joke. And he was telling it all the way up to 1991 when he was on, on fucking Larry King. So is it true that he was trying to buy buy out uh, National Geographic? And oh, you mean NBC? Oh, thought National Geographic. Yeah, he was trying to buy NBC. That was the rumor, was that he was trying to buy NBC. Okay. But, all right, so. So was that true, that he was trying to do that? Nobody knows. But nobody knows if he was trying to buy it because... But that like, was brought up by the you know after everybody was yeah yeah because it, like the thing is is that there was a uh, an article that came out in some entertainment thing it was TV guy some one of those fucking TV magazines right that Bill Cosby owns owns late night or he owns uh, what's it called primetime right and he saved NBC NBC was tanking in the ratings NBC wasn't worth shit before the Cosby show and Bill Cosby at the time I think they said at the height of his fame and his powers he was it was somewhere between 400 and 600 million dollars right but the fact that he had 400 and 600 million dollars meant that NBC had enough money to pay him 400 400 to 600 million dollars which means that 400 to 600 million dollars was not enough to buy NBC that's always been my point is at his riches, he never had enough money to buy NBC outright. The other thing, and that's the thing that that professor 
uh, talked about because they interviewed him in that thing. Marlon Hill was like, okay, so let's throw out the fact that he didn't have enough money, right? Just because he may have wanted to buy NBC does not mean that NBC was for sale. Like for him to buy it, they had to be willing to sell it. At the time that he was looking to buy it was when Friends was starting, when Seinfeld was starting, when all this other shit was starting. Why the fuck would it, the, the head of NBC sell NBC before all this shit pops off? Or right when all this shit's popping off? It doesn't make any sense when you look at the timing. Because he wasn't trying to buy it when he when he started the Cosby show because he didn't have enough money. Well, he those, definitely didn't have enough money then. Well, all those things weren't a sure, it wasn't a sure deal yet. We didn't it, know if it was going to hit or miss. Okay. But they're white, so. Yeah, and even if it didn't, in. if somebody comes up, hey, yo, I want to buy your car. Does that mean you have to sell them your car? So why the fuck are we even talking about this? <laughs> People are like, oh, they didn't want it to happen. Like, they didn't have a fucking choice. Whoever the fuck owned NBC at the time? All you had to do is go ask the dude who owned NBC. Were you going to sell it to this nigga? Fuck no. All right, well. <laughs> so when he brought that, I was like, yeah, why the fuck are we arguing? Why the fuck are people going back and forth about this shit? But that's because it sounds good. It sounds like, oh, well, they trying to just tear down this powerful black man. Okay, maybe. Or maybe he's a fucking rapist. You know, it's the same thing that Joe Rogan's fans are saying. Well, they're just trying to stop Joe. It's like, they're not stopping you from listening to that nigga. If you want to listen to Rogan and you want to continue to listen to him, then fucking go ahead. There's nothing anybody can do about that shit. Because if Spotify's like, hey, fam, because they spent $100 million. They gave him $100 million up front. The rumor is the deal is $100 million a year for three years. <laughs> so if you're wondering... Why Spotify? Like, if people are wondering why Spotify, because they bought it. They bought him and they bought all of the shit that come with him. Whatever storm, until Joe Rogan grabs a newborn and fucks it on air, Spotify, Spotify's going to stick with that motherfucker. Did you know that they didn't want him to have uh, Diaz on there? I heard. I heard a bunch of different shit, but I don't well, know what's true. Well, no, it was true because, I mean, I, I, I saw uh, Diaz responding to the apology. That Rogan give for having him on there. I think he got fined also. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like when Joe was doing the show on his own, like, yeah, you know, the Ustream years were rough. Like, trying to watch that shit on Ustream was trash. Um, YouTube, that would take his videos down for various different things because he would always show, like, something and it would be copyrighted or whatever. But he but, corrected that. But, but no, but he could, he figured it out in a way to keep the show on yeah yeah and he could do what he wanted to do and it worked so like me my, my whole thing I, I don't like look man Joe Rogan has said a bunch of shit that I don't agree with but when he has somebody on that I want to see then I watch it the same way I don't watch fucking Oprah but if Oprah has an interview with somebody that I want to see then I watch the fucking interview yeah. 
because I'm a human being. Like, you grow the fuck up. Yeah. Like, that's all I got to say to everybody. Just grow the fuck up. It's, it's like, uh, well, well, will I lie to you? This is real. I said, well, yeah, if it's funnier than the truth, I might. Yeah. And then he goes and he says, well, so he says something about raping her, his, uh, her, his, his girlfriend, his wife, or whatever. But then he's like, well, no, I won't do that. But I'll titty fuck her butt cheeks. <laughs> you know? Is that a lie? Yes. Was it funny? Yes. Did I say it? Yes. Because it's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like he was talking to, like, uh, another thing they brought up was, um, when Joey was telling that story about how that chick used to suck his dick for for stage time or whatever. There was a story where Joey Diaz talked about when he was the door guy or whatever in was it Portland, wherever the fuck he was the door guy at. And he said it was this female comedian who, you know, would always come up and want stage time. So he told her, you know, you want stage time, you got to suck my dick, right? Yeah. And Rogan laughed at it, Yeah. right? Rogan and Jamie or whoever the fuck else was in the room at yeah. the time laughed at it, right? And they're like, well, he's saying this kind of stuff and this and that. And they're bringing up all of this shit. And they're like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> everybody knows that this is wrong. But everybody knows that this is a shit. Like, Joey says shit like this to get a rise out of people. He tells these stories because they're shocking and they're fucking funny. And he's just big and just says wild, reckless shit. Right? So, if you're offended by it, you don't have to listen to it. Because there's 30, well, there's close to 40 million black people in this country. I guarantee you a majority of them are listening to Joe Rogan and have never heard Joe Rogan say, nigga. But now, all of a sudden, everybody's supposed to be upset because somebody that they probably haven't heard of or don't give a shit about said some shit. Because you have people like The Rock talking about some, I now retract my uh, support for Joe Rogan. Yeah. But then you have to dig why. Well, The Rock's saying this. Let me find out why. Oh, he said nigger? Well, fuck Joe Rogan then. You won't listen to him in the first place. Well, but he's in business with the UFC. And The Rock's worth a billion dollars. So, like, look, man. Who's in business with the UFC? The Rock? The Rock. The Rock has a deal with the UFC. He has to deal with Rogan. He has to be seen with Rogan. Like so, now. He's protecting his So brain. So, now, with that being said, he's probably now fucking with Rogan's money. No. Because Rogan's Dana's homeboy. Like, Rogan is going to be paid. Like, because Dana White's not going to fucking cage. Like, Dana White never caged anybody. Dana White doesn't give a shit what Rogan said. <laughs> this is homeboy. As long as Dana White's in the UFC, Joe Rogan's going to be in the UFC. And Joe said, if Dana would have retired, if Dana would have left when the Fertitas left, he said he would have left. But, The Rock is worth a billion dollars. 
and he cares about his billion dollars, and he's protecting his billion dollars. I guarantee you, The Rock does not give a fuck about this because The Rock's off lifting weights and flying around the world making fucking movies. He he hasn't heard any of this shit. I guarantee you, The Rock hasn't heard any of this shit. But it's a bandwagon. It's and not even. It's not about the bandwagon. On. It's about him going. Okay. Is there gonna be see, some? Cross- is there gonna be some I, I crossover? See, I see where you at. Yeah. Like, like man, there's there's some people that are like, and it's the fucking term. I hate this term. I hate the term virtue signaling. Hmm. I hate it. Virtue signaling when people are saying that, oh, you're just talking about this because it's supposed to make you look good to certain things, whatever, or a certain crowd. Virtue signaling. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the good guy. Hey, I said this, so you know, I'm not like them. Like, right. Okay. Some people do that. Okay. Some people actually believe the shit they say. So if I'm like, yeah, you know what? I just don't like, like if a black person comes, I just don't like hearing white people say the word nigga. And I've never liked it. And anytime somebody says it, I say something against it and I stop listening to that person. Or I don't listen to that person. That is their right. And that's not virtue signaling. Because that's what they believe and that's what they stand by. Right? And they're like, well, yeah, I heard I heard about Joe Rogan saying that shit or a thing, or I was a fan of his or whatever, and then I heard it and I was like, Yeah, I, I'm not fucking with him and I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in six years. Okay. That's how you feel. I I can't tell you about how you feel, because it's you. Right? That's not virtue signaling. That's virtue. That's how you feel. You know? Like, I don't know. Fuck the fat bitch in 98. Never again. Like, that's just... I'm not virtue signaling. How I feel. That's not me. I love big bitches. But, um... But, yeah. There are some people who do that. But, like, the thing is, is everybody online, they're trying to fucking... They're, they're, one side's calling people this thing one side's calling other people this thing yeah, right, shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up if you want to listen to them listen to them just shut up about it nobody gives a fuck nobody gives a fuck you fucked up <laughs> you're fucking crazy man what? nothing nothing <laughs> just nothing <laughs> nothing This whole thing is just, it's, it's fucking sick. And the thing is, it's like, I don't have the energy or the time for this shit anymore. I, I just can't anymore. I can't. Everybody wants to be a revolutionary, but nobody wants to pick up a gun and take a shot. If you ain't gonna pick up a gun and take a shot, shut the fuck up. How about that? All these alt-right movies. Oh, that's this. If if black people can say nigga, then everybody should be able to say nigga. Yeah, okay. Nobody said you can't say it. We said we're going to whoop your ass if we hear you say it. (laughs) That's not you can't. I can't stop you from talking. You can talk. Say it with your chest when you say it, too. Because I'm going to beat them. Breaks off your motherfucker. Well, you can't use violence. Why the fuck not? 
So you want to make the rule that you can say what you can say, but I can't react how I want to react? See, and well, I'll call the police. I never said I wasn't willing to go to jail to punch you in your fucking face. <laughs> it's 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 crazy how uh, that word was used with violence. Was used with violence. Yeah. Back back then. It still is. And 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 still is. Okay. Uh, why don't they see that? And when it's broken, when 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 black people break it down, they still don't see because it. They don't hear it. This is the thing: is fundamentally, and it's in there. I, I, at this point, in American white people's DNA, and I'm saying American white people because I don't know a lot of European or other white people. Okay. Fundamentally, in their DNA, one thing white people cannot stand is being told what to do. Mm. <laughs> Because this white boy is out there already making this argument who, before this argument came up, never even thought about using the word nigga. But as soon as you tell them, well, you can't say that. Fuck you, nigga! Because <laughs> they just don't want to be told what to do. You can't tell me what I can't say. Do you want to say it? No. Why the fuck are you? Why, why are you mad? Yeah. Why do you want to say it? Now. Like, Jim, I've known you for 30 fucking years. Why are you, well, because they're trying to tell them to take it away our rights. Like, that's the whole thing with this whole vaccination, man, all this shit. It's, it comes down to fun, this one fundamental fact. White people in America despise being told what to do. Despise it. How about this? Motherfuckers will get mad because there's been a pothole at the end of their block for 10 years. Right? But it ain't had to be 10 years. Six months. Take the city six months to come out and fix it. Right? City come out. Throw some shit in there. Throw some tar in there. Smooth over the pothole. Right? But then they get mad. Why is the government taking taxes out? (laughs) Well, it took 10 years. But you're still taking taxes out of my money. Yeah. But it took me 10 years. They maintain the schools. They maintain the fire department. They maintain every street that you drive on. Like, this is the thing. That's what I'm saying. Is because that whole argument against that, that whole argument against everything is because they feel like they don't have any control. God damn it, if it comes out of my wallet, or if it, if I feel like it's not, if I'm not getting everything I, I deserve, I, I, it's, ah. like, no, motherfucker, like, yeah. Motherfucker, you like you live in a society. Some shit is just out of your control. Some shit you're just gonna do, or you're gonna have to do, or you're gonna have to pay. Like that's just what that's how it is. Well, I don't like it like that. Move your ass to the woods. Why won't internet? Well, then you can't have you can't have both. You can't have both. You either play the game or you don't. Right? And when it comes to the word nigga, that's the game. Well, you don't have the right. I I got the right. I got the right. Because you can say nigga to a bunch of people. A bunch of black people. Some of them are going to look at you. Some of them are going to just snap at you. Some of them are just going to ignore you. 
But every once in a while, you're going to get a nigga that's going to punch you in your fucking face. <laughs> and you just playing roulette. You're playing Russian roulette with the word nigga when you use it. So realize that and accept it. Because the thing is, is people sitting up there and like all those times that Joe Rogan said the word nigga, you know who was never in that studio? A black person. He never says that shit because he's had Ian Edwards in there. He's had Killer Mike in there. He had Freddie Gibbs and Brandon. Uh, Damn, Freddie Brandon. Gibbs would have got him. Freddie Gibbs would have shot that nigga. He would have got him. That's, yeah. I, I, shit, I forgot he had Freddie Gibbs on there. So, I mean, look, man. I'm not, and this is the thing. is This isn't me saying that Rogue is racist. It's not me saying that he's wrong for saying the shit. I'm saying just in general. I don't believe. When you say it, because I'm telling you this right now. Because they're like, oh, well, I grew up around black people. I got a pet. No, there are no passes. Can, can I tell you a story real quick? When I was in the Marines, I had a staff sergeant. Right? And he's from Mississippi. And uh, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He took me to my first basketball tournament. Right? And uh, we were at Hooters. In Aloha Tower, watching the Lakers play. It was when uh, they won their first championship in the three-peat or whatever. Right? I think it was 99. 99 or 2000. One of them. And something happened. I don't know whether it was the music or whatever, but he said the word nigga. Right? And it don't make a difference whether he said with the A or the hard R. He had a Mississippi accent. You hear a white man from Mississippi say the word nigga. It just automatically sounds right. It don't make a difference what the context is. It just sounds fucked up. So naturally, everybody in the group turns and looks at me. Because I'm always the only black person. Or one of the only black people, right? So he turns and he looks and he's like, oh, right. You know, I mean, no offense. I was like, look, man. I don't get offended by this shit. Like, I grew up in Texas. My dad's from Mississippi. I, I've heard that word from white people all my life. I don't really give a fuck. Like, I know you weren't directing it at me. I know you weren't directing it at anybody. This and that. But he's like, why do people get upset? I was like, everybody has different things. Like, when I was in middle, or when I was in high school, the reason why we couldn't say the shit in the hall was because we had an older black teacher. And she was like, look, I don't want to hear that shit. So when you're in this hallway, don't say the shit. Yes, ma'am. Because what was you going to say? What was you going to tell her? She has civil rights face. <laughs> I'm not going to tell no lady who got dragged off the back of a bus that she can't tell us not to say nigga. Like, that's fucking disrespectful. I'm not going to do that. So we didn't, when we was up there, we didn't say the shit. As soon as we left. Nigga, 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 nigga. But I told him that, and he was like, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Just because I don't get offended by it, don't mean the other people are not going to get offended by it. And if you say it, don't look to me when they jump on your ass. Because I'm not helping you. Yeah. <laughs> you When you say it, every time you say it, you are potentially asking for an ass whooping. That's <laughs> just the way it is. And that's all people need to understand. Like, there's nothing else to understand. Like, yeah. Most of the time, you're not going to get, like, a super adverse reaction. But 
every once in a while, somebody's going to punch you in your fucking face. And if you want to say it that bad, go right ahead. Growing up, I always heard, well, Jeremy's cool. I can say it. He'll never say nothing. I'm just sitting here. Uh, I sit there and I tell him because I know you ain't directing it towards me. But you need to watch it. And I just leave it alone. Uh, I forget where we were, but there were some black people out there. Same person. Gonna say it. Black people come walking over and they're looking at me and I just shrug my shoulders and I'm like, man, shit. White boy crazy. You know? <laughs> and uh, I said, no, no, no. I can say it. Man, Jeremy's cool. Man, man, fuck. I can say Nick. And I'm just sitting here. I was just. No, I didn't jump in. And no, I didn't stop it. Hell no. Because I told him. No. It's not directed toward, I know you're not directed towards me, but you didn't listen to me. You need to watch it. So why are you getting mad at me because I didn't jump in and try to stop it? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not Captain Sabo. I told you, you need to watch it. Yeah, and that's, that's, they, that's they think, oh, well. Get mad at me if I put my heel in and, you know. Y'all can, y'all can, y'all can call us white boys. I was like, fam, no black person gets mad. Because that's the thing. It's like, I, that shit is funny as fuck when I hear, when I see white people choke on the word black. When they don't want to say black. I was like, yeah, you, you can say black. Yeah. I'm, I'm black. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I got a problem with African American, but say black. I don't have a problem. Like, I ain't never been to Africa, for I me personally. I don't use I got it. a problem with Like, it. when somebody asks me what I am, I say black. I'm black. But if somebody uses the term African, I'm not going to get fucking offended by it. I don't get offended by it. Because I understand, like, I understand where it comes from. It comes from them trying to find a polite way. Because of the, yeah. the struggle. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Because I, I don't get upset. But if somebody's like, well, what do you call yourself? I call myself black. Oh, okay, cool. But like if it's somebody I don't know, they're like, well, it's, you know, African-American male. Like, okay. I, I, all right. I'm, I'm not going to get mad. I still don't understand how come it's not called a European-American. Well, like I said last time, With, they, uh, were a, they were in a struggle to be white. <laughs> what struggle? They were. What struggle? Look, man, like, when Irish people came, they didn't call them Americans. They didn't call them white when they first got here. Well, they still, they should have been called European Americans. No, yes, they should, but. Even before the Irish, even before the, the, uh. You are absolutely right, but I'm not talking about what should be. I'm talking about what is. Like I said before, the Irish got here. They weren't considered white until they needed 
those Irish people to side with the white people and the white people were like, all right, you can earn your whiteness. Same thing with the Italians, same thing with the Poles, same thing with the Germans, same thing with the Bavarians, same thing with all of these people who during the world wars were fighting each other and killing each other because they spoke different languages and slightly different religions and slightly different cultures. Right over there, when it was a white man in charge of everything, well, we the Germans, we should be in charge of everything. Well, we're British might and blah, 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 and we're the French and blah, 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 and all this other shit, right? They were super separate over there, and they all looked at the Italians like, you dirty motherfucker, like, <laughs> right? But when they come over here, they see all these fucking Indians, and now they got niggas in the mix, and Mexicans are coming up, and all these different people are coming like, yo, we white. Like, white people basically are the Crips. It's a bunch of gangs that consolidated into one big-ass gang. And the way that they trick everybody is they look at all these fucking immigrants, and they tell these immigrants, when they tell them to assimilate, Get closer to white. We'll let you in. That's the story of America. And the reason why black people. Because we can't. Just only two groups. Like I said. That are immediately identifiable. Immediately. Us. And Asians. <laughs> We're the only ones. Immediately. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about them fair-skinned Mexicans. Them fair-skinned Mexicans, the ones that look like they're Irish. Canelo Alvarez? If his name wasn't Canelo Alvarez, you'd think he was some Irish dude. So you're saying a Native American and uh, you can't identify them? Alvarez? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? I stand corrected. You are correct. Natives. Yes. Native Americans and Polynesians, because they're all pretty much the same. They're considered uh, the same uh, race. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, you are correct. I stand corrected. Three people. Three peoples. But I kind of count a lot of the Native Americans in as Asian because of the Bering Strait and they came over. Fuck that bullshit. They're the same people. And then you got the Aborigines. Same people. Aborigines are Polynesian too. Uh, whatever. But still, you no, got the Polynesians. The Polynesians come from them. But yes, uh, you got the Aborigines. You know, an Aborigine. Abor, Abor, I don't know the the proper way of saying. No, Aborigines. That's what they call. But you know who they are when you see that yeah. group of people. Yeah. But what my point is is that the Aborigines fall in the whole Polynesian Asian thing. Like, they're the same people. They I are. I, I don't agree with that. But whatever. Why? Because I, mean, I don't agree with that. Have you ever seen? Uh, uh, I don't agree with it. Okay. I've seen them. I don't agree with next it. to Samoans, next to people from New Zealand, next to Fijians. I don't agree with they it. They all look the same. Somali Samoan it would be be closer to Asian. No. Than fucking and uh, a Native American. No. But you're saying no. But what you're telling me, somebody Native American, no, I'm saying Aborigine. It's closer to Asian. Depends on which. It depends on which ones. Depending on which ones. Yeah. So like, Inuits and Eskimos, 
more Asian. Okay, now that's different. When you get further that's south. Di- okay, that's different. That's, that's what I'm saying. But still. They're all Native they're, American. They're, they're, they're not even a man. No, not them. Not even, oh. Technically, technically, Eskimos, that's what you're telling me. Yeah. They're, 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 they're American, Native American. Yes. Yeah, because they're from the Americas. North and South America. America is not the United States. America is the whole thing. Hold on. And these motherfuckers. No. See. Okay, what do you consider a Native American? I know where this conversation is going. I know where this conversation is going. Okay. And I'm not going to have it. Okay. But I'm I'm going to disagree with it. 110%. Okay. You can. I don't give a shit. It's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even going to fucking uh, uh, entertain it. Okay. Because I think it's bullshit. Why? Because it's bullshit. Why? No. No. How are you going to sit there? Okay, because Alaska uh, uh, is uh, considered um, part of the United States. No, that's not why I'm saying that. Then why are you saying it? Because there's two continents, North America and South America. (laughs) Well, okay, look, before, it was, before it, it was America, before it was considered America, what was it? I have no idea. I'm talking about up there. I have no idea. I have no idea. Because I don't know that many fucking, I don't know that many natives. Like, I know Hawaii was called Hawaii because that's what Hawaiians called it. I know New Zealand was called Oratora because that's what the native New Zealanders called it. I don't know that many fucking Native Americans, and I don't know what they call that shit. I know Mount McKinley was called Denali before we renamed it after a president. Talking about a fucking Eskimo. Okay. I have no idea because I don't know them. I've met one Eskimo in my my whole fucking 43 years on this earth. I ain't never met one. Okay. That I know of. And at the time, I didn't ask them what the fuck they called that shit. But... I do know that anybody from the Americas is an American. I'm not saying that they're a United States citizen. Where's, 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 where's South America at? In South America. Where's South America at? South of the Panama Canal. Panama, Panama Canal. Panama, Panama South Canal. of the Panama Canal. South America. Which contains what? Bunch of different countries: Brazil, uh, Mexico, Peru. No, Mexico is Central America. Central America, Central America. Yeah. So because it's got that stamp America on there, that that they're considered yeah. an American. Yeah. Fuck that. They're not. They're not a United States citizen. But they're going to be considered an American. Yeah. Same way if you're from France, you're a European because you're from the European continent. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not that fucking hard, sir. We just took the United States of America. But, yeah, okay. Canadians are still on the continent. 
Mexicans, still on the continent, South America, still on the South American continent. Who gives these titles? I have no fucking it's way before I was born. But who give the titles? I'm oh. not asking. It doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying because you know this because it was you were born when it was given. Chuck. Oh, that's they named ignorant. it after the they named it after the navigator that found all this shit. Amerigo Vespucci. A white man. But Italian, but yeah. But yeah. So as far as I know, from my education. That's what the continent's called. Somebody's from the continent. They're that. Now, if we want to get down into it, yeah, we call ourselves Americans because we're from the United States of America. But you will see this from multiple people from the rest of the continent. Yeah, technically, we're all fucking Americans because we're from North America, South America, Central America. Because that's what the continents fucking so call. The thing is, it's just killing me. Is what the fuck were they before white man came in and stamped America on them? There, there were a bunch of different shit. They were Navajo. They were Sunni. They were fucking Inuits. They were fucking whatever the fuck they define themselves as. Yeah, there's still that too. I'm not saying that they're not that. I mean, shit. Hawaii, Hawaiians, a lot of Native Hawaiians don't consider themselves Americans. Because the city, what well, the city, the fucking, the, the, the state, the kingdom of Hawaii was a kingdom, an uh, independent kingdom until 1950. So a lot of them don't consider themselves Americans. A lot of Caribbeans don't consider themselves Americans. <laughs> Fuck no. But technically the Caribbean is part of the Americas. They don't consider it that because a lot of those places were not dominated by the people who dominated us. They were dominated by Europeans. So they speak Dutch, they speak French, they speak Spanish, they speak all these other things. All things not American. So they don't consider themselves that. But when you look on the map of North America, shows those little islands. Same thing, the reason why it shows that. Alaska was disputed territory for fucking forever. Because Russians, because at one time you could walk, literally walk from Russia to fucking Alaska, they considered it Russian territory. Uh, at one point, you can walk Russia, uh, China, Africa. Yeah. At one point. But now I'm talking about recent history. But, you know. Oh yeah, that's my, that's my only argument. When I say they're American, I'm just saying they're from the continent. It doesn't mean they're from here. Because we separate ourselves well, I'm from the Republic of Texas. You hear fucking Texans to this day talk about, I'm from Texas. I'm from the Republic of Texas. Because Texas was an independent country for like seven years. <laughs> seven years. And the fucked up thing is, is that we, like the Republican Texas, talks about, oh, well, how do you see these motherfuckers carrying around a Confederate flag? The Confederacy was only a country for four years.
but it also goes back to the whole thing where I was talking about black people being the young people and trying to find a history to climb onto and fucking define ourselves individually. I'm not talking about it as a group. So that's why you hear black people, I'm a more, I'm this, I'm that. Some motherfuckers just ain't happy defining themselves as themselves. I'm Charles. I'm black, but my black might not be what your black is. You're black, you may need to feel the need to go back and find your genealogy and find some tribe to define you. I don't need that shit. I got my grandfather. Mm. I'm, well, Daniel Pre- I'm Daniel Provo's grandson. Uh, as far as <laughs> my family goes, uh, when that, that, that question, these, these, these kind of questions were asked, uh, from what I remember, it's bad enough you're black. Don't let them know you got anything else in you. And I say that shit today, and then the motherfuckers are going to say, talk shit about what this woman has said to me and my brothers. But what they fail to realize is, this is my grandma's sister that we're asking this. You you really going to talk shit? About what, how she was brought, you know, what she went through. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but even though we, you know, it was redirected to my grandma, still nothing. Still nothing. Like, man. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I 100% understand what you're saying. But am I going to sit, because uh, for the longest, what's that, Twitter, what's, what's that bullshit, 23andMe and all that? Yeah. I was going to do it. But then I said, then I thought about it. And it was like, well, you know, fucking white people are fucking uh, running that shit. And that's the same reason. White people are the reason behind my, I'm going to call it my assist, saying what she said. So I'm not going to sit here and let somebody white tell me what's in my blood. I mean, they got African services that do it too. How do I know that? Because you might have a spokesperson as African, but who's actually running the show could be white. Okay, Jerry. I mean, you can say that about anything. <laughs> and I could be eighty-five percent correct. Okay. I mean, dude. The other thing is, is why would anybody give a shit? Uh, just to know. I would like to know. I mean, really, would like to know. What I mean, the if fuck? you were, like, but no, I mean, but, uh, like, but why would that? Why the, would the? Why the would bang the bus mystery, is gonna stop? What? Why would the mystery white people give a shit about you knowing where you came from? Why was it? Why? Why did the white people take it upon themselves to sit here and uh, justify a fucking uh, tribe of a Native American or not? Why did it, they take it upon themselves? Money to do that. Money. Uh, back in the day when it comes to census. They weren't making money back then. Well, yeah, they were. Well, who's giving them the money? The government. The government. Yeah. Okay, well, still. This is where the three-fifths rule comes in. It comes from the census. It's the reason why I was put in the Constitution. Okay, well, oh, still. 
I mean, it's fucked up. You you have all these uh, different uh, tribes out there that had to go through a white man to be considered a fucking tribe. <sighs> Fuck that dumb shit. That's to be federally recognized. I mean, tribes can recognize themselves. Nah, but to be on the books? Yeah. I got to go through a white man? Yeah. Because you're trying to get registered by the government. Who controls the government? White people. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. I'm not I'm saying gonna, it's I'm not. take a piss. Well, while he takes a piss, I'm going to tell you about some hooks, rubs, and spices. God damn it. Uh, you can go to hooksrubsandspices.com. Uh, use the promo code uh, WHATPOD. That's W H A T P O D at checkout. You get 15% off. God damn it. Uh, that's merch and spices. Motherfucker. Get yourself a hat, buy a shirt. Get all that shit. And if you want to make it real easy, uh, you can go to uh, whateverman.com. There's a link on the homepage. You click that link. It takes you there, and it puts the code in for you. And you motherfuckers can go and buy you some fucking spices and shit and spice up your fucking life because you need it. All right? Put the spices on everything. Put it on your barbecue, and sorry about that. I fucked up. It's not hooksrubandspices.com. It's hooksrub.com. That's H-O-O-K, hook, srub, S-R-U-B.com. Hooksrub, right? Now, uh, my personal favorite is the lemon pepper because uh, that's the way I like my wings. I like my wings lemon pepper dry. I don't like that wet shit. Uh, the only thing wet I like is pussy and fat bitches. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you go do that. Uh, the tacos every day. That's some good shit. Uh, the midnight, if you like like a good all-purpose. Uh, my personal favorite all-purpose spice is the Houston AP. I'm saying my personal favorite is the is the is the Houston AP. Uh, you get you a little bit of that. Uh, I like to put it on eggs. That shit is great. Uh, you know you got smoking sweetness. You got uh, smoky burn. Uh, Mad cow. Mad cow is fucking delicious. So yeah, you know put it on your beef, your chicken, your fish. Oh, the fresh catch. The fresh catch is excellent on fish. You can use that shit. So yeah, go to hooksrubs.com, hooksrub.com, and get you some goddamn spices. Use the promo code. Get 15% off. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get into this serious shit the whole goddamn podcast, because the last one I fucking edited is is very serious. Okay. It's very serious. Um But yeah. I'm just going to leave it like this. Uh, 
my bad. <coughs> my bad. White people. Um, I shouldn't say white people. Everybody else. This is my message to everybody else. Everybody is not white. I would love for there to be unity. But we all know there won't be. Uh, because we're all different. We're different culturally. We're different ethnically. We're different in a bunch of different ways. And honestly, just because y'all aren't white don't mean y'all can't be racist and like y'all are racist as fuck. And that includes black people. Um... And I don't want to get into the whole definition between racism and prejudice. You motherfuckers know what the fuck I mean. Um, and we don't all like each other. So, given the fact that we don't all like each other, even though in a couple of years white people will be the minority, technically, in the country, because everything else is going to outnumber them, white people have a lot of practice at disagreeing until it comes time for them to run shit. So, until we all decide to do something, or some of us decide to just fucking leave, which is not going to happen, we're going to have to deal with white people. And I don't mean all white people, as in just the general whites. I mean white people. And that's not going to change anytime soon. So put on your big boy pants. Tighten up your belt. Grow the fuck up. There's a bunch of shit that's not right. It has never been right. It's not going to be right anytime soon. Deal with what is. Keep your gunpowder dry and your dick wet. That's all I can tell you. I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you. Marching out in the street ain't going to work. You know, you're not going to do the shit that does work. You're not. Because it causes pain. You're not going to do it. Motherfuckers like to be comfortable too much. There's something else that I, I saw in that fucking in that in that documentary about Cosby. Uh, somebody was talking about. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't Cosby. It was uh, Kimberly Jones's interview on the Breakfast Club, where she was talking about um, how she hates hearing black people say that I'm not my ancestors. And she said, "You goddamn right, you're not your ancestors because your ancestors stood up and did something. You niggas ain't gonna stand up and do shit." When, when 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 they say I'm not my ancestors, who are they talking about? They're talking about the civil rights era, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Cause they like, well, they, cause they well, well, they just sat there at the at the lunch counter. Yeah, but they went back every day. They took that abuse every day. They got hit with water hoses. They got bit by dogs. They they took their ass whooping on that fucking Edmund Pettus Bridge. They did all this shit. They rode. They they didn't take the bus. They walked. They carpooled. They did all that shit for like a year and a half until shit changed. Right? They met with presidents. They dealt with white man after white man, and they didn't give up. And they got some shit changed. Did they get everything right? No. Did they get everything changed? No, but they did something. What do you niggas do? Y'all go out for a weekend. Y'all walk around. Y'all steal some Nikes and some shit. Y'all cause a little bit of trouble. Two weeks later, on to the next shit. So, no, you're not your ancestors because you motherfuckers ain't consistent and you ain't going to do shit. So, shut the fuck up. reason why I said that is because, uh, bro, uh, one of the drivers was talking about going to Alabama or Louisiana and go see the, you know, the slave quarters and whatnot, right? And I was like, because it's supposedly, it's haunted. And I was like, well, why do you want to go see that shit? You know, why is it still up? Better yet, why do you want to go see that? Well, that's what that's what happened. I was like, okay, but why? Why do you why do you want to see that? And I'll say it again. Why do you think that is still up? And it's like it ain't been touched. You know, it still could be used today. And she goes, well, well, it's it's because of. Uh, what I what she says, our ancestors did for us. What did they do for us? That's what I asked. What they were doing was trying to fucking survive. They were trying to live. Mm-hmm. They were trying not to get fucking killed. Mm-hmm. So. What did they do for us? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I told her, I'm not downgrading nothing. But what happened back then wasn't about for our benefit today. Yeah, we wouldn't have been alive. But fuck, dude. They weren't thinking about, about the future. That, well, yeah, technically they were. They were just trying to figure out what I can and cannot do so this motherfucker don't fucking lynch my ass. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, when you when it comes down to life and death, that survival's enough. Like they lived. There's a reason why some old people was like, well, no, you don't do that. And they're like, oh, well, you you teaching your baby to do this. No, you teaching your baby how to survive the way you learn how to survive. And sometimes that shit was fucked up. And it's up to the next generation to learn how to let that shit go and learn a new way to survive in a new world. A lot of us don't. Like, I get it. Like, that's the reason why they're like, well, they did this for us. Okay. What did they do for us? If you want to be technical, they did it for them. But everything they got they were trying to pass it down. And a bunch of us just go, we don't want that shit. And it's fine. You don't have to appreciate or want everything that your ancestors left for you. 
But once you do that and you don't try to do something new, then you basically throw all that shit away. Because you're not using what they left you and you're not building nothing for yourself. So what, what are we supposed to do? And that's the other part of it. Is like, look, man, I've been saying this for fucking years, and people hate it when I say it. There is no fucking, there's, there's no black community in there. I, I posit that there was never a black community. There was black struggle that everybody had, and everybody could look at that, and that's a common enemy. That's not a community. Well, because of that, whose fault? Well, it's still. I mean, you can. I can say whose fault is that? Who instilled that? Who, who instilled that first in black people's head? There to, so there won't be any black community because uh, things were separated back then to create animosity, and that's and that's what they wanted, okay. and it's still going on today. Okay, but when you do that, and if you know that that's happening. But it's, Who's it ran it deep. Can... It ran deep. It runs deep. Okay. And it's stupid. It's stupid. And, and I know it. You know it. Okay. That's why I and, do it. But, but still, it, the motherfucking shit runs deep. I don't... Okay. You know better. You're supposed to do better. We don't do better. Yeah. What am I... Like, I look, man... And a lot of people are like, hey, you sound like you've given up. I have. I don't fucking care anymore. Because, I mean, look. I, I don't, I, and this is, it's terrible for me to fucking say this, but this is truly how I feel because I told Jessica this when I was in Houston. Like, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I wanted to be a politician. Okay. Because I had all these ideas of how I could fix all of this shit. Okay. Right. And then I realized nobody listens to politicians. And I wanted to go into journalism because I was like, oh, people will know the truth. Then people will take that affirmation and fucking do something with it. Right. Then I looked at how journalism, how journalists are treated. I looked at how politicians are treated. And I looked at the people. And I was like, oh, these motherfuckers know. Enough people know. They just don't give a fuck. Like, people pretend like they give a fuck. But they don't really give a fuck. Because as soon as it comes for them to have to put out a little bit of effort or to do something, they don't. And they never will. Because nobody wants to step out and do something. It never happens. You have leader after leader after leader, and they all say the same shit. Black leaders. All right, so either we gonna get involved and we gonna make a plan and we gonna do something to take over. And and you had it in places like Tulsa. You had it in places like Jacksonville, Florida. You had it in certain places where they had these black communities where they were independent and then the shit got burned down. And what happened? Shit never got rebuilt. Never got rebuilt. But but Chuck and I understood. But you. What? What are you gonna tell me? Because I can name like you look at the Mormons. The Mormons own Utah. 
Fuck the Mormons, and that's not what we're talking about. No, I'm giving an I'm, example. I'm talking about I'm giving an what example happened of, in fucking uh, with the Black Wall Street or no, whatever. No, I know. I know. But the thing is, is that the Mormons got run out of Chicago. They got ran out of Branson, Missouri. They got attacked in Ruby Ridge in fucking Utah. Okay. Every time somebody kicked them out of somewhere or they burned some shit down or they got this shit, they got this shit. You know what they did? Rebuilt it. And they kept rebuilding it. They did not have, from the start, on this land, a fucked up slave mentality. Okay. Somebody... Jerk. How long is that going to... Like, honestly. I mean, no, honestly. How honestly. How long is that, that going to be... Whoa, 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 Stop, 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 stop. Now, I, I always thought, what if... I probably said this on the last fucking podcast... What if, what if that shit didn't happen over there? Hmm? It would have branched out, branched out, branched out, state to state, possibly the whole 50 motherfucking United States. Well, it's not enough of us for that, but. Well, I'm just saying, what if? Okay. It didn't, that shit didn't happen. Let's say it, it went to 25 or 17. That's enough. Whatever. Fuck okay. it. Okay. Enough for the the white man. I mean, the black man ain't got to go and ask the white man for nothing. Mm-hmm. No more. Right. Okay. Now, before that even happened, we didn't have any other choice but to go to the fucking white man. Because he didn't know nothing else. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Now you bring up the fucking Mormons. They didn't start off like that. Okay. Now let's go back to fucking Black Wall Street. They tried so hard and they finally... They, all right, fucking, we, 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 we got something going. Mm-hmm. Got it. Boom. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else happened after that shit got taken away from them. They ran. Yeah, they ran, but I don't know. We don't. I don't know what happened to them afterwards. What really happened? Well, a bunch of them died. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of them died. But what really happened afterwards? We don't know that. The books ain't gonna tell us. Television might tell us the whole truth. So that puts black people behind again. Oh, and and in a state of mind, is saying. Hey, look, man, if we try to get ahead of these white motherfuckers, this is what's going to happen to us. We might as well just pump the brakes and just do this right here. Tried. We tried. Goddamn, we tried. The fuck? Okay. And they're going to sit there and they're going to take it away. Once we get an inch, they take a fucking mile. But we only took an inch. But you bring up the fucking Mormons? Yeah. They didn't start out that way. Okay, you say that. Man, I'm going to say it, and I don't know it. I, I know whatever I'm saying ain't 110% correct. It ain't even 50% correct. Okay, darling. Like, you're, you're arguing some shit. My argument is not that they were better off or worse off than us. 
They said their shit got destroyed. They got run off. They kept building. We didn't. That's it. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, either you did the shit or you didn't. Either you do shit or you don't do shit. That's it. You do shit or you don't do shit. You realize that Mormons make up way less of the population than we do, but they always have two senators because they own a state. What I'm saying is, what really happened afterwards? Does it fucking matter? Yeah, it does. What what really happened? Wait, 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 wait. What what happened to them to make them not do anything? Stop, This is the thing. What happened happened to them to... You're talking about Black Wall Street. Like, that was the only place. And whatever else got fucked up, there were a hundred other places exactly. all over the country. And yeah. And the thing is... There was fucking lakes and whatever covering up them motherfucking places. Exactly. Exactly. So you had this entire movement, right, of people trying to build up well, doing all these other things. You had some Mormons flee to Mexico. You had some people flee to all these different places and build up and come back. And build. They get beat down, they go build somewhere else. That place gets beat down, they go build somewhere else. They kept trying. Like, and I'm not saying this shit's not hard. Uh, uh, I'm not saying that it's easy. It's not about it being easy. It's about it being necessary. Like, look, man, it, you you tell me about Rosewood, you tell me about places in Jacksonville, you tell me about places in Houston. I can't tell you about nothing. No, I'm, I'm saying people can tell me about all these different fucking places. And ultimately, what happens is, is they either get run off, burnt out, or bought out. And this shit never gets built back up again. We live right next to it on the fucking east side. It's the same shit that's happening over there. People bought that neighborhood. They own that shit. They owned everything from Congress east of that shit was black. And instead of people saying, "Oh yeah, it's hard, and we can do this and that," da, 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 da. look, man, I know, my, I know this shit been, I know this house been in, in the family since my great grandmama owned it. My grandpa, my grandmama was born here. My mama was raised here, or whatever. But yo, motherfucker from 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 the valley in California, he gonna give me seven fifty for this bitch. My, my whole thing is is. Uh... But then you take that 750, you go buy you a nice McMansion in Pflugerville or Maynard, because that's what's happening. That's where all the black people left. Right? That's where they are. So they buy that. They work their job. Do they own any businesses in Pflugerville? Because they're contributing to the economy. I see them in Walmart up there every day. 
When I go to flu, when I go to the Walmart in Flugerville, they up there. I see auto shops. I see all kind of small grocery stores. I see Mexican meat markets. I see all the other shit. And I know that fucking house that you bought in Flugerville did not cost that seven fifty that you got from your grandma's house. But you got you a car. And I'm not shaming people for that shit. Like, I get it. You looking out for you. You doing what make you happy. Cool. But when people got it, like all that, oh, we need to build, we need to do this, we need to do that. But when niggas get money, and they got a chance to make another Black Wall Street. Where is it? There's more black billionaires in the world now than there's ever been in the history of history. Are these niggas pooling their money? Have they bought an airline? Have they created a car company? Have they sponsored any fucking colleges to create black engineers, black doctors? Have they done any of that shit? What did I say earlier? With the separation of the black man? Look, man, we know shit's happening. It's been been happening for so long. We know it. We know it's happening. We're looking at it happening. Yeah. So if you know the shit's happening, and you can see it happening, and you still don't do anything about it, that's not the system. Nigga, that's you. (laughs) That's not like... (laughs) The wall is not over anybody's eyes. We're looking at the fucking wall. No, motherfucker, the water's been pulled over your eyes. You turn that shit into a blanket and you got comfortable. There are black towns right now where people implemented this shit. Right now. Where they all moved in there. There's black judges, black cops, black everything. Right? And them people is cool because those people decided to do something about it. But everybody else, we ain't doing shit about it. If you ain't gonna do shit about it, who the fuck, like... We can talk about the system, the system, the system, the system. You see it. So if you're not doing anything... Like, basically what we are... The the, the way that they train elephants is the way that niggas are right now. When a baby elephant, the baby elephant is little, but uh, baby elephant is little, but it's big, right? So what they do is they take this giant chain, and they put it on the fucking baby elephant's ankle, right? Because the baby elephant, like I'm fucking bigger than most of these fucking grown adults humans, I'm gonna try to get away. So they put that big ass chain on it, right? And it cut the ankle, it cut the fucking elephant's ankle up, and it tries to struggle, it tries to get away, tries to get away, tries to get away, right? As the 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 elephant grows bigger, the chain gets smaller because all the elephant needs is feel just a little bit of resistance. It gets to the point where that motherfucker's a full-grown elephant and all they got to put is like a tiny rope on it, just enough for the fucking elephant to feel the resistance and the elephant stops trying. That's what niggas are now. We've never had as much power in this country as we have now. Financially, politically, socially, we've ne- it has never been as good as it is right now. And what the fuck are we doing? Collectively.
So yeah, when people tell me that, say, hey, get the fuck out of here, man. You, you like, we don't have a Black Wall Street because we don't want to have a Black Wall Street. Because niggas too busy arguing about who the fuck's gonna run. Puffy for years worked in the fucking record industry that fucked over artists, right? And he looked at it and he's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm gonna do it better. What did he do? He got in charge. And what the fuck did he start fucking over artists? Same thing happened with Jay. Same thing happens with every nigga they fucking get grows. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it, everybody can eat as long as I eat the most. Why? It's because we're fucking American. We're, we're, like, that's the way we learn. I told my dad the same thing. Fucking the last time I talked to him, I was like, most motherfuckers don't want freedom. They want to be the fucker. They want to be master. Most niggas don't want freedom. Freedom means everybody gets to do what they want to do. Everybody gets a chance to prosper. Everybody has an opportunity. But what most motherfuckers don't want, most motherfuckers don't want that. They want they shot at being master. They want to hold a whip. You start hearing niggas talk. They start using words like deserve and, and this is not. Yeah, not, no. Shut the fuck up. Words like deserve. Who the fuck deserves anything? So because your daddy was poor, you deserve to be poor your whole life? No. Because your daddy was rich, you deserve to be rich your whole life? No. There's no deserve. Deserve is, I'm rich, I'm white, I should always win the race. So if this nigga's faster than me, make him start a hundred yards behind me. But the fucked up thing is, modern niggas, we're Americans. We think the same way. You know what I mean? We like you and me. Niggas in the head like, yeah. They look at that nigga, that's not my brother, that's my competition now. So we're never gonna fucking do that shit. Like Black Wall Street came out of Reconstruction. All the slaves were free. They had all the fucking knowledge of how to do all the labor. That's the reason why they were success successful. Because the white people didn't know how to do shit. The white people had been telling the slaves to do everything. Right? So when it came down to it, they were like, yo, look, I don't think you a person. But you know how to make this shit grow. You know how to mill cotton. You know how to do all this other shit. So I will pay you top dollar to do what I had you doing for free. And the people who burned down Black Wall Street were not the people who were paying the black people. It was the people who thought they deserved the money to come and do it because they were doing an inferior job. And the white people were like, why the fuck would I hire you when these niggas do it twice as good for the same price. Because they've been doing it literally their whole lives. And they turn around and they do the same thing to Mexicans now. Mexicans. 
doing the same job that those white people they taking our fucking jobs <laughs> no they just do it better for a cheaper price if people are willing to pay them well they don't deserve what the fuck is deserve there's a job to be done they can do it you're not as good at it so I'm going to pay them Like, look, man, that's why I'm like, look, man, this shit's not going to change. Because people are not going to change. We are who we are. And until that stops, this shit's going to be the exact same. And we're going to have these same fucking car arguments, the same conversations over and over and over again. This is the same shit motherfuckers were saying in the 60s. That motherfuckers were saying in the 40s. That motherfuckers were saying in the 20s. All the way back to when they brought niggas over here in boats. Time out, niggas. Same <laughs> Hold on. Who's having it? <clears throat> Who are you talking about? Society. We've been talking about this same shit for fucking ever. It's the same shit. Hmm. It's the same shit. Part of it is because one, like the people at the top, don't want shit to change. Because the shit the way it is benefits them. The other part is the people at the bottom, like eighty five percent of them, are lazy as fuck. They just want to go along and get along. Like that's the reason why you have said, "Oh, well, I got two weeks vacation. So do I, Biff." Oh yeah. Two weeks out of a whole fucking year, you get to relax. <laughs> I get three this year. Yeah. Finally. That's what I'm saying. It's like they're looking like, do you get these standards? The reason why you have these standards is because they're like, this is how much we can drive these motherfuckers until they snap. How far can we push these motherfuckers to the edge before they break? Like they literally physically break down before they snap. All of this shit, like it's the same shit. It's the same shit. And I'm not saying everybody's in the same situation. Of course they're not in the same situation. Of course they're not. But the result, what's happening is the same. It all comes from the same fucking place. And literally the same fucking people. I mean, literally, the same fucking families. The same, all of it. It has not changed. And it's not going to change. Because <laughs> the motherfuckers who got closest to changing it, Chairman Fred Hampton, started uniting poor white people with poor black people and all these other motherfuckers. And they was like, yo, what the fuck are they doing? They shot that nigga. <laughs> Malcolm X, they shot that nigga. Martin Luther King, Shot that nigga. Bobby Kennedy. Shot that nigga. John Kennedy just was on the surface of looking at that shit. And they shot that nigga in front of his kids. And wife. Yeah.
And they was the ones willing to do shit about it. That ain't like, fam, you're trying to convince hey. the 85% of motherfuckers who's comfortable, who's willing to be driven like a mule until they break. There is no convincing them motherfuckers. They just gonna follow whoever the fuck they think is winning. So you gotta win. But once you start winning, are you willing to lose that to convince these niggas? Fuck no. <laughs> Nobody is. Nobody's willing to do it. It's the same reason why the, why the Rock rescinded his fucking support of Jorokin. He don't want to risk it. You did all that shit. This nigga got cut from football teams, was fucking wrestling, doing all this other shit, became a movie star at any point. The Rock could have been like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever the fuck I would like. No, my motherfucker became a billionaire because that was what was important to him. Is he willing to risk that shit now to, to, to maintain integrity to a bunch of motherfuckers who he don't get? Like, fuck no. Fuck no. Ron, shut the fuck up. He didn't have to say nothing. Yeah, okay. He didn't. But I understand what you're getting at. You know, he, he, has, he had to say something. Yeah. Because uh, he has whatever He's an association, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. You see, but still. Yeah, but, but but my point is, it's not But but, but, but to tell you on this fucking truth, because I put, I got so much money in there, I don't need to say nothing. I can still support him. I don't need to say nothing. I, if, 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 if I've been around that motherfucker, which I'm pretty sure he has. Oh, definitely. Then the only thing, if he was to say good things about Rogan, that's only to make Rogan feel good. Silence about anything is stronger than saying anything. It depends on your audience, but I get your point. I get your point. You make a valid point. But it also depends on the audience. Because some motherfuckers want you to say something. They want you to say something. Because, well, for one, they're, they're, he didn't have to say nothing. He didn't have to say anything. At all. Keep your fucking mouth shut. You, 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 his investment is still going to be there. But that's the thing. is That's not my point. Okay. My point is not whether or not he said anything. Right? This is about what he's got to risk. And about how motherfuckers get when they have something to when they have some because motherfuckers talk was super reckless when they ain't got shit to lose. That's why all revolutionaries are poor. You never seen a rich revolutionary. That's super easy when you living in the fucking when you living in the fucking in the in the slums and you ain't got no bread to eat or to spend. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. fucking you fucking your wife on a bed of rats. Yeah, it's okay. real easy when you got six bullets in your revolver to run up and on, on a rich motherfucker. Viva la revolution! When you that rich motherfucker, you willing to spend that? You willing to risk that on these broke ass niggas? <laughs> it sounds fucked up. It sounds super fucked up. When you stop and you look at it, who's doing it? 
You hear motherfuckers talking that shit? Every once in a while, you get somebody, like, you get somebody who's moderately wealthy, like a Killer Mike or a T.I. But for the most part, who do you see really spending their money like that to fix shit? Killer Mike. Yeah, but Killer Mike's not a billionaire. I don't know what he is. Killer Mike's like 100000 He might be in the low millions. I don't know what he is. Yeah. I can't count somebody else's pockets. No, I know. I know. It's better than mine. But but do you see billionaire Jay-Z and his wife doing this shit? Do you see Puffy doing this shit? Puffy's been a billionaire for years. Do you see Dr. Dre doing this shit? I'm in the beats. My job is in making the beats. Dr. Dre ain't made a beat since them fucking headphones came out. How do you really know that? Because I know. Like, Dr. Dre's done some stuff. Like, he has charities and he has a school in uh, USC, which he did not go to. Okay. But why not just open a school? Like, you had, like, Nipsey, who had opened a technology center and was, like, educating kids in his neighborhood. But then what happened to that nigga? Got shot. <laughs> like, man, it's not that I don't want shit to get better. I just don't see it getting better because niggas are not nigga not gonna change. When I say niggas, I mean people. It's people aren't gonna change. It's not gonna change. But you did hear what you said. What? That people tried, but but it's not. But enough. what happened? Mexican shot. So, but Nipsey didn't get that wasn't no fucking plot by the white man. It was a nigga from his hood. Nigga from the hood. No, nigga, not nigga from the a nigga from his hood. Okay, nigga from his hood. Like we can't but make the it way up. they make it. The way that well, the way it, the way it's made it seemed, it was like well he was uh, on the same route as. Um, I don't know how to pronounce that fucking guy's name. He's going to make a movie about that guy. Oh, Dr. Sebi? Yeah. And once he started getting on that route. I mean, yeah, that's the conspiracy. But the reality is the nigga was standing in front of a... He's standing in front of a store that yeah, he bought that he, used he, to sell dope, that he used to sell dope in. Because he used okay. to sell dope in front of that store. Okay. Then him and his brother bought that store. Okay. Then they bought the block. Okay. And then they opened all that shit and started helping the community. Okay. Right? And then a nigga who went to jail, who had, who had just come out, he was part of his gang, his Rolling 60, or used to be a Rolling 60 or affiliate or whatever. They came up. Apparently, Nipsey cold-shouldered him. And they came back with a gun and shot him. Let's see this first time I heard that. I heard everything else about that right there. Like, look, man. Because people, people are petty and stupid and we do dumb shit. And it's not that the people at the top are way smarter. 
Bitches at the top. They got the high ground. And all they got to do is play defense. All they got to do is keep people from reaching the top of the mountain. And then when they get to the top of the mountain, they got to convince them that, hey, you're supposed to be here. You got here. But these motherfuckers are coming to try to take your spot. And that's what usually happens. 90% of motherfuckers, when they get to the top, their attitude changes. They look at motherfuckers that, that the same motherfuckers who clawing and scratching next to you when you were clawing and scratching, but when you reach there, you look down on them now. <laughs> I get it. I see where you're coming from. But for me personally, I've been... I've been kicked down back to the bottom of that barrel so many times. There's no room for me to sit up here and look down on that next motherfucker that's still scratching and crawling, trying to make his way up. Yeah. I don't look down on anybody. I I, I never have and I never will. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think I'm more valuable than anybody. I I just don't see myself that way. But I'm also aware enough to look at the situation around me and see what's wrong. Yeah. And people, oh, the system and this and that, da da da. da. You know how I can tell you that the system's not broken? It's because it's working exactly how it was designed to work. (laughs) And the way it was designed to work. The way it was designed to work. Oh my god. The way it was designed to work is to take advantage of people's normal reactions to shit. Motherfucker get a little bit of money. Does he think like it it, it the system's constantly telling you to reward yourself? Right. Oh, yeah, man. You deserve this. You deserve that. Oh, well, well. If you got this, and other and the next man and the man next to you, who you seen working just as hard as you, doing the same shit as you, but you just happened to get some shit. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get it because you deserved it, and he didn't. Creates a little bit of separation. So now when you get a little bit higher and you look and you turn and look, man, nigga, you ain't doing what I was doing. But you know he was doing what you was doing because you was next to him while he was doing it. So when you make it, because the system doesn't keep motherfuckers from making it, it keeps you from helping motherfuckers make it. <laughs> That's the point. There's plenty of motherfuckers who will succeed. There's a bunch of people who succeed. Who goes back and helps motherfucker? <laughs> because you're not incentivized to. Nobody's incentivized to go back and help the nigga. <laughs> well. Understood. Yep. Once again. Shout out to uh, 
So, man, Jared, he's a brisket duty coach. Once again, sipping whiskey out these motherfuckers. Get you some fucking butcher wraps. Goddamn. It's whatever man, 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 it's